Annyeong, and welcome to Hallyjuku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, P.D. Rave. This is episode 17, Saiyan Dorito! Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos! Welcome to another fine episode of Hallyjuku, your um, the third or fourth or probably 15th favorite, uh, K-pop podcast. I am PD Rave, your man with no plan, always with me on these adventures, of course, is none other than Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I am doing what the people would call exceptionally well. I don't know why I stumbled over the word people. <laughs> That's your charm. Spotty. Yeah. Um, I'm doing pretty good this week. I've been, been listening to a lot of K-pop, watching a lot of things, um, trying to catch up on a few of the dramas for mm-hmm. our drama talk next week. Um, but other than that, I don't know. I've just kind of been enjoying the, the, the quietness that has been K-pop besides the, is that a concert? Is that a 281 concert? Nope. Nope. It's not nope. a 281 concert. I, I don't know. It looked like a 281 concert. I think it's just the UPS van. All yeah. Right. All right. Uh, and we will talk about the 21 Sinesha Day drama a little bit uh, later in the show. But, uh, of course, we start the show, as always, by checking in with each other, seeing what we're listening to. Kaz, what have you been listening to this week? A lot of just straight-up K-pop. I've been playing a lot of... Uh, I've been playing a lot of games recently, so, you know, me being me, I don't, I don't you know... A lot of competitive games and the music in those are generally terrible and overused. So you got to have a, a, a playlist of just music that you can listen to and enjoy while you're playing these games for hours and hours on end. So I kind of just went through my Pandora playlist and picked the top three um, that were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, all boy groups this week. Um, just adding to my debauchery that I must not like girls or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, There's nothing so Freudian starting, about it at all. Nah. Uh, starting off at the top, as always, in my playlist is Big Bang. One of their older songs. Um, mm-hmm. uh, not not Haru Haru or anything like that, but one of their older songs being Beautiful Hangover. Uh, really fun song. Kind of an okay video. <laughs> the video kind of, is a, a bunch of shots. Just a bunch of yeah. shit. There's some kind of story going on in there. Not really sure, but, um, the song is just amazing. Uh, uh, and if I, if I specifically remembered, I would tell you what the song is about. It's most likely about a girl yeah. and her being beautiful yeah. and her beauty giving you a hangover. Yeah. That's what I'm going to assume. Yeah. Um, but you know, just a smash from Big Bang. Like it's yeah. one of their just, yeah. Really, really good songs. It's um, fun seeing Sungri there, and I, I, I was watching the video and seeing him like singing about uh, Hangover, and knowing that at that point, 2010, <laughs> you know that he's too young to drink. It's like you don't know nothing about Hangovers, bro. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I love that you were also talking about man. Look how different Top looks. Man, is that GD? Like, oh, whoa, they sung with long hair. Oh, Taeyong. <laughs> That's the funniest thing with going back to watching uh, watching Big Bang earlier in their career is that you can see everybody looks different except for two people. Sungri, because he has the most basic hairdo, he just kind of stays, he's pretty level. 
uh, and Taeyang, because he always has the same goddamn faux hawk or mohawk. You know, it's just right. the same damn haircut. You know, tri- you know, high, uh, high and tight, f- high top fade with that faux hawk. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> it is so sad that like that is his only like kind of go to hairstyle. It's just like he found that and he's like, uh, this is my lifestyle. This is what I'm keeping. This is how I yeah. live. Occasionally, um, dyes it blonde. Occasionally, yeah. Or, or some other color. Um, but mainly blonde and black, like, and it varies in, in length and height. Like, sometimes he goes Super Saiyan. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) my next song being from a group that I've kind of shown disdain for in the past, but they still have songs that, that I can enjoy. Um, and, and, you know, that's what I like to do. Like, even if it's a group that I don't like, I like to put it out there and see if maybe, hey, you might, you might find it appealing. That being TVXQ's Humanoids. Um, Humanoids is a really, really good song from TVXQ. Um, it's just like in the style of K-pop that I like. Um, and it's just kind of fun. Yeah. Jack Isos and stuff and like Tutton, I think. There's some, some, some stuff in the dances. Uh, it's weird. TVXQ is weird just cause on the level of like, of the fact that this is the group that, uh, the members of JYJ sued SM to get out of. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's always like, hmm, that's always an interesting part of their history. Like, they sued <laughs> SM to get the fuck out of this group. Uh, I don't know specifically this group. I think just in the, to, from the label in general, but, but, uh, they certainly, that's what happened. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, a fantastic song. And well, what else have you been listening to? Um, my last song for this week, because I only did three this week, um, I, I generally just like to kind of pick the top three is kind of what I'm going with from now on, um, is one of my f- favorite groups to use as a random word in conversation, Shiny. Um, <laughs> uh, after album Sherlock, uh, the song Clue um, is just like, oh my god, it's such a fun boy group song. You know, yeah. like it's just one of those songs that it's just it's so like, catchy. It's so catchy. Like that, that is just the best way to describe it. It's so catchy. It's so fun. It's so fun to just kind of sing this song and just kind of go through it. And like whenever this song comes on when I'm playing games, like that's my perk up. Like I always love when this song comes on after I lose like a, a Starcraft match or lose at league or something like that. And I'm waiting for the next one to come up yeah. and I'm like kind of getting stuck in my head over what happened. And I'm like, Oh man, like if I did this or if I, you know, you just like shine his back. And I'm just like, oh, you know, and I'm like, shine his back. And you're like, oh, man, if I if I did the one thing and it's shiny, shiny. And I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go. All right. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm so curious. Yeah. Slanderito. Shout out to you. Yeah. I just I love shine for that. And I love this song. So much fun for me. Like, I just. I, I don't know yeah. how I would have it more fun with Shine. Like, yeah, it's you, such a you good just song. have to have these songs from certain groups. You know, you just have to have those songs that like you hear it come on, you start singing it, and it gets you pumped. Like that's yeah. just what it does. Yeah, it's just such a, a fun song. You just like just jam to it, just sit there. You, you just waiting for that chorus to come on, like. Then <laughs> it's like just chilling. It's like I'm so curious, yeah, yeah. Like. 
<laughs> uh, you can't, like, not sing along with that part. Uh, it's just so much fun. Uh, Shiny. Shiny's such a really cool group. Uh, but yeah, I've been listening to a couple of songs that have caught my attention this week. Uh, so, randomly, I was, uh, watching the really cool video that, uh, the dude that, uh, Asian Junkie did. Uh, that it was, uh, he put a performance, a very cool, uh, particularly good performance of, uh, Crayon Pops Bing Bing that they did on NBC show, show champion. Really cool. Like, uh, they had a really cool, uh, popping break in there. Uh, mm-hmm. and they chose that one to create, uh, fake subtitles, uh, where they, uh, make adamant, uh, demands that they get rid of the helmets. <laughs> And to the mm-hmm. point where they t- they they've claimed that they've taken Mengu, one of their managers, hostage, and they're gonna stick hot pokers in his ear if they don't stop making them wear their helmets. Uh, <laughs> it, it's hilarious. Uh, it, it, the subtitles are hilarious. But one thing that caught my attention was that that I didn't realize uh, was one of the things that they said was that Ellen was in a Bumkey video, and I was like, hmm, that's interesting. I, I definitely want to check that out. And I went and I checked out. Uh, the video that you start in, uh, in the video, not the song, but it's Bumkey featuring Dynamic Duo. Uh, Bumkey's the main artist this time, not the featuring artist, crazy <laughs> enough. No, you, I, I think, I think you have it wrong. Like, I think Bumkey is, like, wait, no. No, I don't no. Know why they wrote it like that. It's Dynamic Duo featuring Bumkey. It must just be written wrong. No, no, no way sure. Bumkey is actually the feature artist. Yeah, it's hard to believe, you know. <laughs> The Korean PCP, like, as we've, as I've said repeatedly, Bumpkey. But no, he's the featured artist and Dynamic Duo is guesting on his song Attraction with a... I know what you read, PD, but I'm trying to help you understand that it's a Dynamic Duo song. <laughs> I refuse to believe that Bumpkey has his own song. <laughs> I know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to, to fathom it. Really? <laughs> no, okay, but no, this is an, this is a so, this is just a banger from Bumkey. Like, I, yeah. I don't think this dude has bad songs. Yeah. You know no. what I'm saying? Like, like it's, every song he's on, he makes it better, and I just, I don't, I don't see how he could have bad songs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're it, just it, like, will you, will you fuck up, please? Like, <laughs> will you screw up? Make us know that you're human. Like, no, right. no. Uh, but yeah, it's just a fantastic song with a really fun video starring Ellen of uh, Crayon Pop, uh, who mm-hmm. looks absolutely lovely and really making a case for the fact that maybe they should go ahead and get rid of the helmets. <laughs> maybe let her be herself and show that how lovely she is. But, uh, it's still a fantastic song and it, I just jammed to it and it was, it was really fun. Uh, speaking of really fun jams, Another cool song that caught my attention that was released uh, recently was another Mystic 89 artist, uh, is recently released. Of course, we've been talking about several artists from Mystic 89, uh, Yoon Junction's, uh, label, and they've, they've been subsequently releasing some cool stuff and the latest Park Ji Yoon, uh, with Beep. And the song is really cool and the video is really cool. It mixes uh, actual footage of Soul Train with, mm-hmm. uh, footage that they recorded, you know, a music video that they recorded with Park Ji Yoon and several guest stars and a bunch of extras, uh, kind of doing their own Soul Train. And it's really fun and funky and like the dance moves are crazy. And, and you, listen out there, you think you got swag, but you ain't got <laughs> 70 Soul Train swag. 
you can't come close to 70 Soul Train swag because that's Mm-mm. that's on another level. Uh, but yeah, it's just a fun video. You got a ch- chance to check out the video and yeah, ha ha yeah. with an afro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a fun video. Like I I, I kind of like these these little things, and it it, it could have been done weird and bad and just just silly and and like just dumb but it's it's done so fun and it 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 just was like really really good and it and the song is just amazing yeah (laughs) yeah it's another fantastic song from the mystic 89 label which is uh, slowly kind of creeping into my my kind of one of the main labels i think uh that really stands out as a consistent quality label like of all the like the Korean music labels, and I'm just saying, and I'm not even just saying, like, uh, I'm not even gonna put pigeonhole them into the K-pop, uh, uh, peg. I'm gonna say a Korean music label. Uh, of like all the Korean music labels, this one's one of those that have been supposed, at least recently, consistently good. And I, th- I am looking forward to them kind of taking over. They've taken over. Right. <laughs> it's like the NWO, just taking over. <laughs> New world uh, order. Yeah, Yoon Junction, like like the Eric Bischoff of Korean pop music. <laughs> That's just an odd image. But anyways, uh, speaking of more music, speaking of like non-K-pop, I thought I'd throw some more K-Indie, because uh, recently I went into a K-Indie K-Hole on YouTube, you know, just decided to pick one song and did one of those things where you see on the corner it says YouTube Mix, and just said, you know what, YouTube, you decide what I want to listen to. And... I listened to a bunch of really fantastic songs, and I'm sure I'm going to share a bunch of them in the future. I just wanted to throw one out there, a group by the name of the Moonshiners, uh, not the yeah. dumb, not the dumb fake reality show that's on whatever channel it's on, <laughs> but a band. They are, they are great Americans out in the Virginia mountains hiding from the cops with camera crews and helicopters. <laughs> making... <laughs> You broke yourself. That's like, so sad. So sad. Uh, fucking, see, how do you have an overhead shot and the cop is fucking four miles away and he doesn't see the ki- helicopter? Yeah. Like, no. taking an overhead? God damn it. Stop it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Moonshiners with a song that, uh, is entirely in ha- Hangar, uh, Motel, uh, oh yeah, Motel, uh, Man, uh, Motel Manhattan. <laughs> Motel Manhattan. Uh, I didn't even <laughs> have to take a second to actually read the hang of it. It was Motel Manhattan. And it's just a really fun little video, uh, with the, is, the, 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 them performing in front of like a little screen and with instruments that are missing strings and drums that are missing parts, but that is just <laughs> them performing and kind of being awkward and cute and an old guy on drums and it, it's fun. I, I I thought so too. Like as soon as they started, and they just kind of had the like poker face as they're playing these instruments, and they're just kind of sitting there, and, and you know, I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm I'm so in for this. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's just a really fun, catchy, like really cool, like uh, garage rocky, punky. Well, not punky, but like folky garage rocky song that is fun and peppy. And, uh, the video is fun with the girl coming on to like do the dance, uh, among the group while they stand awkwardly by and try to 
And, like, you have different band members stand by the girl while she's dancing, and they kind of lean over like they're, like, they might be about to say something, like, hey, 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 no, 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 I'm not, I'm not gonna say anything. Uh, 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 no, 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 it's like, hey, oh, we're, hey, <laughs> like, that's, that's not how I act when I'm standing next to, to a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. We're lonely. Uh. <laughs> Love but, me. Um so lonely, lonely, lonely. So lonely, wrong. lonely, no, lonely. The Moonshiners. The Moonshiners. And it's just a really fun song. Motel Manhattan is a re- just a really fun, peppy fun song and awkwardness and it's hilarious and cute. Uh but yeah, that's what we've been listening to this week. Some great songs. Be sure to just Click on those videos, check them out, listen to them. Uh, go check out more music. Listen to stuff that isn't in your wheelhouse. That's the point of this <laughs> segment in, at the end of the yeah. day. All right. As we transition to headlines. Headlines. All right, let's get started with headlines. We have a new Curry Pommy Pommy. Uh What? Yeah. It's always an event when we get a new Carrie Pami Pami uh song as I'm learning as a new as a neophyte. Uh it, this is kind of different. This video is kind of different. It's a, a different tone to the video. It's still got the great colors and the great colorful wacky imagery that we know of Carrie Pami Pami, but it has a little bit more of like an introspective uh storyline to it as she kind of goes she walks along at first as uh like uh on her knees pretending she's like a little curry pommy pommy and then she meets a slightly older version of herself and then passes like i guess passes the torch onto an older version of herself and then that person cries sheds a tear and then go, that person meets an older version of uh, the next version of Carrie Pommy Pommy does the same thing. And it just kind of becomes this going through the stages of like her career and her work, uh, to the point where it, they it kind of goes off into nothingness and you don't know what's going to happen next. And it's always like, Oh, wow. Interesting thoughts, feels. <laughs> Right. This is a thoughtful video for Gary Brown Pommy. Introspective. Words. Well, what what do you think (laughs) of like this, this, uh, concept, this video? I, I thought it was, I thought it was Kiati at her best. But like, oh my God, did I just say that? I just said that. God, I sound like a fucking fanboy. Uh, No, I (laughs) thought it was an amazingly well put together Kiati Pommy Pommy video. Uh, it is what she is known for. There's a lot of visuals, a lot of colors. Um, this, this, cohesive concept that you're trying to piece together the whole time um you know the 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 gore that she loves the cute gore things that she loves to put yeah. in her her videos um random ass polar bear yeah like, I, I still don't understand no. what polar bear is for uh maybe uh, maybe it's a, something about global warming i maybe. don't know climate change and stuff like that i think that's something that somebody was uh, uh positing in the in the comments here uh, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's, you know, it's the, the 
cinematography you expect, but kind of actually telling a different story, uh, with, for Cardi Prime, Prime, not just like, uh, you know, invading zombie skull heads and, and the, the other things. It's actually talking about, hey, she's kind of going into transitioning into a next part of her career and it's in, it's, looking back on how she's, how far she's come and, you know, which is good timing because of her coming, coming up world tour, upcoming world tour. You know, that's a huge thing, like a huge next stage. And it's a good time to look back. The one person, uh, wildly guessed that this might symbolize like her retiring from music, uh, (laughs) like moving on and moving on to the nothingness and retiring from music Though that's like have crazy. That, have someone have that man shot. Yeah. Please. Cause <laughs> putting that idea out there, that's just evil. Right. Evil. Uh, but yeah, Curry Pommy Pommy can really do no wrong. She's going to take over the world. That's what she's going to do. If, if she d- stops doing music, it's because she's busy running the world. Right. Mm-hmm. Like once she takes over and just becomes supreme ruler, everything will get better. She'll solve global warming and uh, everything will be more colorful and bright, and mm-hmm. uh, all the food will taste better and sweeter. But but it'll all be sweeter, but it will not give you cavities. Not at all. Yeah, and that's just the magic for Curry Pommy Pommy. That's what makes it amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. So flying back over to uh, the uh, the peninsula, flying back to K-pop, a little bit different story. Nothing, no way to segue from that to this, but let's just go dive in. Uh, Commu- Korea Communication Standards Commission calls for action against overly sexual girl group concepts. Wait, what is that acronym? Korean Communication Standards Commission, KCSC, calls for action. KCSC. Kuskum. 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 Uh, uh, make a, make a great, uh, crappy, uh, group name. You gotta go, the, those, well, you gotta add extra, like, vowels that don't exist there, and, like, maybe an extra X, like, on Vix. Yeah. Get it, you know. Kx, Kx, Kavsum. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, they, the, the, the people, officials in the Korean Communication Standards Commissions are starting to take action against these, these scandalous, sexy girl group concepts that are plaguing the airs right now. Um, it's terrible, man. It's just it's, uh, uh, it's so walking sad. around. Thinking about scantily clad young women all day. Uh, we need to go back to the innocent days of K-pop when it was uh, the when it was Shinwa naked in a in a beach, uh, right. or you know Ihori, you know half naked in ten minutes. You know right. the innocent days of K-pop when K-pop was wholesome. You know all well, these girls touching each other and not wearing shoes and. Touching yeah. their cells, rubbing their buttocks. butts, rubbing their butts like they sat on their keys. Ugh. Sad. Uh, yeah, it, it was the tipping point. Definitely was the. I don't know if you saw it, the stellar music video for their song "Marionette," which admittedly 
is uh, sexual for sexual sake and has absolutely nothing going for it other than there's like half naked chicks in there and they're like pouring milk all over their face and but while trying to drink it because apparently they have like they have uh jaw issues where they can't drink the milk properly and it dribbles mm-hmm. down their chin because uh, that's not symbolic at all um <coughs> and admittedly it's kind of a boring video but these people need to calm their tits. Calm your tits is what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. If they, if a girl group wants to make a, a, uh, you know, try to cover up for their mediocre song with a sexy music video, they should have every right to. As long as they don't, as long as they don't absolutely violate broadcasting standards and just be naked, uh, which honestly they should be able to be naked, but, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold anybody to a higher standard than the US, so, as long as they're not absolutely naked and showing like, junk and stuff, you know, they, they should go ahead and do whatever the heck they want, you know, freedom of speech and whatnot. Uh, I mean, ah, it's, it's, I think it's overreacting and I think it's a little selective, but, it, we'll have to see what happens. Uh, do you, do you have any thoughts on this? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, like from the wider out perspective, this will be the thing that people say is wrong with the Asian countries. You know, like people are already talking about how Japan is, you know, yeah, buying sex more and not having enough sex. You know, and. Somewhere down the lines, unless there are something that they can really, really specifically be like, hey, look, this is a bit too much, right? If, if you're just talking about girls looking attractive and, and kind of being sexy, which is generally what kind of entertainment can be sometimes and is like it's not always that. No, but like when it is, yeah, okay, like that's what it is. And I don't think. You know, there's specifically anything wrong with that. You know, like there, there's probably some things as, as to the perspective that it can give young boys or men sometimes, but you know, that's just, you, you have to then have the higher understanding of how to teach them the difference between entertainment and or what you would and how you treat a real woman, you know? Yeah. <laughs> not to say that they're not real women. It's just they're, Show, they're just, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, I don't see it's anything wrong with it. And I don't know how to connect these two things. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's something that, it's uh, it's something that should be handled. Uh, it should be understood by the, it should be handled by, uh, and as, uh, it's going to be funny, uh, to anybody knows, to anybody who knows how liberal I am, but it should be handled by the market. <laughs> uh, says the, the, the our Democrat. It should be handled by people deciding that you know what this is dumb. This is a dumb song that that and a dumb music video that has nothing going for it other than the uh jism sing symbolism. I, I'm not gonna buy that song. And if enough yeah. people decide I'm not gonna buy that song, that song doesn't succeed. If you don't pay attention, but it shouldn't be. They need to, there shouldn't be something that needs to be taken action against that by some kind of government, uh, of, you know, government agency trying to crack down on these things. 
Uh, it should be something that happens as a, nat- if, if we're talking about the, uh, directing the, the narrative and the communication and, and, you know, the narrative to more gender positive narrative, that's something that should be in, in, within the narrative of the people. That's something that they should learn and be educated about. Uh, and if it's about these lack of substance songs or music videos that only have the sexiness gone for them, if people don't want them, people won't buy them. If people want them, people will buy them. That you're gonna have to let it be that way. Uh, but that, I only threw that, I, I threw that, uh, article in there because I kind of wanted to rant a little bit, but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what, uh, I think. Uh, but moving on to more fun things. Uh, I always like these, like, kind of cool stories of, like, I, I, I've always been fascinated by the idea that we always, uh, a lot of people that maybe aren't in, uh, the ROK, uh, mm-hmm. or in, you know, even Japan, uh, may have these skewed views of, like, what is the actual music landscape of a certain country. Like, and I was, like, kind of, uh, you know, having a different perspective, which is what this article is really cool about, because it's, here's 11 musical artists that everyday Koreans actually listen to. And, uh, there's a lack of idol groups. <laughs> I think, mm-hmm. I think if you think about it, it makes perfect sense because do you, do we listen to One Direction or Justin Bieber? No, we don't. <laughs> uh, right. so it's like, it gives it a little bit of perspective. And also it's a list and K-pop and, and podcasts love lists because we don't have to do much work. <laughs> well, we, we've, we've talked about this at, at length that like, what we're presenting a lot of times as as like the music that comes out of Korea isn't even the surface of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of other stuff that goes into this. There's a lot of other stuff that that is, you know, yeah, a part of the musical landscape. And we've talked about how a lot of it is folk singers. A lot of it is, is band music, you know, but not necessarily rock or anything like that, but like, you know, kind of soft rock and, 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 and yeah, folk, different and alternative and, and things like that. And a lot of hip hop, a lot of just kind of general concept hip hop stuff. Um, yeah. you know, that's why dynamic duo is really popular. Um, yeah. who else is on this? Like, All right, so let's uh, go I guess through we the kind of go through the list. You want to start from the bottom and go to the top or you want to, uh, let's go from the top because it doesn't really rank it. So let's go just start with it from the okay. top. A band like Busker Busker, uh, yeah, which is so, uh, Busker Busker. So a folky kind of just general, Soft rock music, right? I've, I've always heard Busker Busker talked about. I always hear Busker Busker talked about. Um, and, and I've listened to some of their stuff. It doesn't always super resonate with me just because that type of music doesn't necessarily always resonate mm-hmm. with me, but I respect Busker Busker and I know that they're, you know, you gotta respect the hustle. For you. Respect the hustle. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the name is there for a reason because they were, uh, they start, they, uh, cut their teeth actually busking and there's that's part of like the music culture there is a ton of just like any major city just like if you find in certain places in new york city there's tons of places where you can just see live music anywhere around and that's the landscape of music in korea uh that at least a huge part of it and then we go to things like korean hip-hop like we talked about dynamic duo drunken tiger our girl tasha yumi ray 
who represents the rock but a name not hova by the way that is my new favorite way to say somebody is korean is that they uh-huh. represent the rock but they name not hova yeah. That is, I thank you, Yoon Mirai, for giving me that line. I, I look forward to using it often and hopefully not offending anybody, but chances are we're going to offend somebody. But, uh, it's a great line. But yeah, things like Epic High, uh, you know, hip hop. And of course that right. comes from the stem of where Korean popular music started from at least the current wave, which is Sataiji and the boys told the you know told uh korea hey there's this thing called hip-hop and then a bunch of judges on a tv show said what this is crap and then the rest of the country went no that's actually pretty good and then the modern landscape of korean hip uh, korean pop was uh created uh from that foundation uh and then you go to things like a uh, really cool uh, band called jaurim which i've listened to a couple of things they're really cool uh mm-hmm. the lead singer has a fantastic vocals they performed it uh they were the opening performers at Mama, uh, to, to tell you how kind of they matter in the landscape of, of, of music. Um, yeah. and then, of course, our boy, Jay Park. <laughs> Jay Park! I love this picture of him. Like, what is he? Who is he? <laughs> He's just uh, sitting there. I, I only see one hand, too. And that makes me, that, that concerns me. Please. Please, 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 if you listen to our show, go to the website, go to kpoppodcast.com. You scroll down to this article, the top 10, what is it called? Uh, the top 11 music, 11 music, 11 music artists everyday Koreans actually listen to. You scroll down in this article, you scroll down to number four, and you look at my boy Jay Park. They done caught him slipping. What is going on? Jay Park, you gotta look right at all times. They done caught you watching some music show. I'm not sure what music show that is, but you are excited to the max. Oh my god, Jay Park, what are you doing? Oh, uh, but yes, uh, yes. number four. Jay Park, yeah, he, my he, boy, he, he's he, boy. Yeah, and he, uh, the main thing is that they point out is that he, you know, he broke out at 2 p.m. and then just started blazing his own path and like, uh, you know, his songs are catchy and he doesn't fit the mainstream K-pop mold and, you know, he, he, they appreciate that. Of course, things like anything on a drama LST, just like what we have where anything that's like catchy on a, on a commercial mm-hmm. becomes a hit. So, uh, you know, that, that happens, of course, uh, uh, anything that, because dramas have Most OSTs. Those, Secret Garden. Yeah. Um, Sung Si Kyung for a song on Reply 1984, or be, you know, or. I, and I won't tell you how I, in love I was for the fucking song, or I have told you how in love I was for the song from My Lovely Samsung. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. God, it's great. Stuff. I love that song. Yeah. And of course, and of course uh, uh, not even really, uh, hard to imagine, uh, American music. They dig American yeah. music. Like Jason Mraz, Maroon 5, Beyonce. God, you, you could, you could, if you, at a music show, you could throw a, a, a pebble and hit a girl group member or girl singer and ask them their influences and they will list Beyonce. Just throw, just blindly throw a pebble, uh, find out who you hit, apologize, of course, um, and then <laughs> ask them who their influences are and they will say, uh, Beyonce, and then they'll list some th- some other stuff, maybe a couple of trot singers, but they will throw out Beyonce right off the bat. Uh, a couple of them will throw out Drake. <sighs> that makes me sad, but they throw out Beyonce. You know what? The Queen Bee. Uh, you know, and Eminem, and it, they they listen to American music. It just and it makes sense. Just uh, it's 
Uh, not just American music, but global music. Uh, we find our first I- idol singers. EXO is actually that huge. It's yeah, they're just a juggernaut right now. What yeah, more can uh, you say about EXO? I think we've we've covered the 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 I mean, we, we like like as as harshly as we judge some of the boy groups. Like I don't think besides making fun of kind of the whole wolf concept, yeah, and, and how how they use that to a yeah. certain extent. Like, I don't think we've ever really had a bad thing to say about XO. No, I think the howl maybe, but that's about it. I think, uh, they, yeah, they had yeah. a, they, they took them just a year to really find their pace and really nail their, their, their groove. But I think they, they, their, them and the team behind them are really firing on all cylinders. Even their like little Christmas song was cute and fun. Uh, and they're really, you can't, they're a juggernaut that, that are, uh, is going to be hard to stop. <laughs> and and I, it's going to be interesting to see how, how much more they, they rock it uh, forward. Uh, then you have things like Urban Zagapa, which is a hugely influential, uh, you know, a hugely influential, respected group. Uh, I don't have that much personal experience with them, yeah, but I plan to. I don't either. Uh, but they're one of the, you know, famous indie bands. Uh, then there's, uh, things like Jay Rabbit, uh, YouTube, uh, sensation. They do covers and they do, uh, really cool, like, acoustic songs. And I've listened to a couple of their songs and they, uh, they say that their songs have, their songs have been dubbed, uh, the ultimate in studying music and listening to a couple of their songs. Yeah, I, I, I can, I can see that. They're definitely studying music. Uh, of course, our boy's Big Bang. <laughs> We, yeah, we, of we, course. We don't <laughs> say that. Right, we don't. We don't talk. We don't, I mean, I ain't carrying that flag for no reason. Big yeah. Bang is, is Big Bang. There's a reason why they can all have solo careers. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, there's a reason why that is a thing. There's a reason why G Dragon like is so popular. It's just because they put in fucking work. Yeah. When they're not delayed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and of course, last but not least, uh, singers from music shows like Superstar K, K-pop star. Uh, you know, you, that's where you got Busker Busker, um, got their big break. That's where we got Sun Guck, the, the lead guy on Reply 1997. Uh, he got his big break on his music show. So like, a little bit, you know, like how we have American Idol or the X Factor, but except that mm-hmm. more groups actually succeed and people actually care about them. They're actually good. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't play attention to American Idol or X Factor. But yeah. It, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, of course there's some honorable mentions in like IU, Crayon Pop, of course, Sinish Day, Geeks, Standing Egg. And it, it, this, this article just kind of gives a great little, and I wanted to include it just because it gives great a little, uh, view, a great little new, different perspective that, I imagine a lot of people that are the uh, young idol crazy K-pop fans might not know. And what I think what we've been trying to do with what we, when we talk about what we'll be listening to this week, uh, we want to have people expand their horizons a little bit. Uh, so what, what did you think of this list? What, what does the list tell you? Um, it doesn't really tell me anything that I didn't already know, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, there are things on here that were not on my radar just because, you know, they're they're not niche, but they're not the things that cross 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there are going to be things that are super popular in Korea, but don't necessarily cross that border into the outer world, you know? Yeah. Um, because of what it is. And I, there are probably things here that are really popular in America that are not going to cross that border yeah. over into like Korea or Japan or those kind of things or whatever. Um, there are things I'm surprised to see on here. I'm surprised to see Jay Park on here. I'm surprised hip hop is so high on this list. Yeah. You know, like I thought hip hop would be around maybe six or five or seven. Um, I didn't think it would be number two, you know, and, and yeah. I know that you said this isn't necessarily ranked, but like when you think about how our article is written out, you think like, okay, what, what is the most influ- influential and you're going to write your way down, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's the second thing so they thought of the, right there. Right. Um, so just with that and you know, and, and, and it just makes me really, really feel good to see hip-hop so high on the list because you know like deep down in my heart my love for for korean music starts with the korean hip-hop you know yeah. so like i i'm so happy that drunken tiger yumi ray uh dynamic duo epic high you know those people are like yeah they, they are list. they are uh it's not hard to see if you pay attention enough that they are highly respected and highly uh thought of in like the mainstream korean music they, they, they may not be on like all the, the variety shows, but musically speaking, when you talk about people that, you know, listen to music and, uh, listen to semi-popular popular music, this is what, they're one of those people's, they're two of those people, uh, and they're a lovely couple as well that are respected and, uh, I think, uh, admired, definitely. Uh, but going back to the idols, all right, so the next interesting thing, uh, just a little aside, G.O.D. is coming back. Think, speaking of Gen 1 original idols, G.O.D., uh, they're coming back after nine years. They're going to have new music produced by a double sidekick. This is kind of crazy. It happened, they got announced, well, today as of uh, when we were recording, uh, Sunday, that it, it, this is almost kind of like if HOT decided to reunite. What uh, <laughs> <laughs> I but, can't right now. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> but GOD is coming out. What, what, what do you think? Cause you don't, I don't think either one of us really has personal experience with GOD. So this is a no. different, interesting perspective to see this group coming back. It's still cool to see a, a kind of a, a group, uh, like this come back though. I don't know. What did you think? I I take this perspective. I was taking the perspective on somebody like, like Jay Z coming back or like rock him making a new album or those kind of things where it's like people who kind of slightly remember those things and people who remember those things will be excited about the process of it and probably like a song or two and like it'll give them that nostalgia feeling. And depending on how it's handled, like if they just kind of do what they were known for, but do it just slightly better with a little more modern taste, then everyone's going to love it, you know, and everybody's going to gravitate towards it. And it kind of gives you that moment to be like, hey, this is where it started. Look at this. This is really cool, you know, that they can still do that. But there's the flip side to it. If they try to come back and do what's popular now and and do that style, some people may just look at it like, oh, 
look at like and it you know it could come off bad yeah. just in that kind of bad aspect of just you know for the people who are kind of looking for the slight nostalgia of it but it sounds like you know sounds like exo or big bang or like yeah. somebody like that you can know you, can you imagine big old Ta- kim Woo's all six foot and whatever pounds trying to dance like he's an exo <laughs> oh god <laughs> big old kim <laughs> Woo. Just looking at him, right. like I can imagine. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's, it, it could go really well, or it could, you know, if they try to do, um, uh, something that is like popular now, yeah, it, it could backfire. But I think if they t- do it right, it, it'd be interesting to kind of, uh, use this to maybe give some young people some, uh, a bit of a window into the, the, uh, a, kind of a generation away from the roots of, uh, you know, uh, definitely the roots of, K- you know, K-pop idledom, you know, <laughs> like there were, this was just like, they came out in 1999, just a couple of years after, uh, HO2 and, uh, Sex Keys, uh, they were like that, that little extra wave that was happening there, but of that same gen, generation, you know, gen one originals, uh, so, a little a window, a little bit of nostalgia. It's definitely riding off of the '90s nostalgia that's been happening lately with the the reply shows uh, and just nostalgia in general. But uh, it's also good to see uh, uh, the the young man and I, I forget his name, but uh, it's always good to see them all doing well and healthy and and uh, happy <laughs> uh, just in general. Uh, but yeah. Moving on, it, 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 we're talking about other comebacks. That one's kind of probably be a less dramatic comeback. These other comebacks are a little bit more dramatic. Uh, I linked like four articles. It all deals with the same story. So this week, allegedly, this week is the week that we get uh, both Sinyasha Day and 21. Uh, allegedly. So, <laughs> we talked about last week the, the apparent... Mysterious computer problems that plagued Asunosha Day's comeback music video and what, and how they could have been delayed up to two weeks and, and whatnot. Well, turns out it only caused them to delay about five days to the 24th. Coincidentally enough, the 24th was also the same day that 21 was planning their, uh, their come, their comeback and their album release. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Uh, and then subsequently, YG announces, uh, that 21 were really, uh, delaying their, uh, release by a day. And then ignoring that original, uh, uh proclamation again announces that they're releasing it by another, they're re- delaying it by another day. And gives a, what I think, a, a fantastic excuse. I think a very legitimate and obviously, uh, not completely half-assedly thrown together excuse. Uh, that reads like this. The reason for the urgent change of date is to release the album on a more special day instead, as CL's birthday falls on February 26th, especially because whopping three songs composed and written by CL for the first time are included in the second album. I ask for your generosity and understanding for the change. Yeah, seems legit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know. Like all 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 I'm going to say is at this particular moment, 
I've I've had this rant. I've had the YG like fucking teaser, like, "Hey, you want this album? Look, it's in my hand." And then I'm like, "All right, hold on, let me get my wallet out." And then you look back up, and you're like, "What do you What do you have money in your hand for?" <laughs> I wanted that album that you were just holding in front of me. Like, what album? What do you? No, man, that's not coming out for another month. Like, you just had it, and you're like, "I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> like. I just fucking saw it in your hand. I just saw it. And they're like, meteors. Yeah. What? What do you mean meteors? Meteors, bro. (laughs) Fucking happens. Yeah. Yeah. And you just, you get angry. And it, 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 like, I love 2NE1. I love Big Bang. I love a lot of the artists on YG. I love. I I have a lot of love for for Sunny today. But what what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> what uh, what can you do? Like as a fan, like what are you supposed? Like you told me sit and wait. Okay, I sat and wait. All right, here here's the day. All right, woo. All right, you know, like I'm so glad people don't line up for fucking albums outside of stores anymore. There would yeah. be fucking riots in the street. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like. If you're like, all right, the 24th, I'm going to fucking camp out the 23rd, so I'm the first in line, because that album's going to be in stores. And then you, you're outside, and they're like, what are you doing out here? And they're like, I, I want I want that new Sunny Shade album. There, nah, bro. <laughs> it looks like Sunny Shade is happening on the 24th. It's funny, because like, uh, that one is a little more solid. I think that one was... A, I, there's... All right, there was speculation of the whole corruption thing maybe being deliberate, so we're, we're, or, or maybe so being. Understand. We're talking about today because today is in America the twenty fourth, which means in a few hours that will be the twenty fourth in Korea, right? Well, it already in the few hours it'll be the twenty fifth, right? Uh, okay, it, at so some point today, be yeah. yeah, shit posted relatively yeah. soon. Yeah, somewhere on iTunes something. It should be there. Uh, right. we'll have to I'm check. A, Cause I'm gonna let you know, I'm gonna be up tonight because there is pro league for StarCraft happening. So I will be looking and if shit don't fucking come across my radar and then tomorrow we're looking at articles and it's like, oh, guess what happened? Yeah. Poop in your butt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm OP in your butt. Uh, but. Supposedly it's going to happen. Uh, there's, and the, all right. So there was speculation that the whole delay was deliberate and it was like a complete bullshit. And there's also speculation that they really aren't that incompetent. This whole going on the exact same day that Twenty One Song was going to be released, that may be evidence of the, uh, de- uh, you know, deliberateness of the smartness. But this other thing that happened might be more proof of maybe the incompetence. Uh, because Mr. Mister actually accidentally got dropped a couple of days ago on iTunes, uh, I believe on the 23rd or the 22nd, uh, or actually several days before, supposedly. It was accidentally available up on iTunes, and people were able to buy it until they finally you know, blocked it and put it, took it down. Uh, there was some speculation that we got Beyonce on that uh, incident, but this, I think, it's from what we can tell, it was actually a mistake. So, God knows what's happening there. <laughs> God knows what's happening there. Uh, I, I usually can trust SM to not be dumb, 
they're evil sometimes, and they're a little controlling, but not generally dumb. It's kind of other labels, but with this, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Kaz? I, I don't. It just it just causes me to be even more angry. Yeah, I think I think it's just it's like if we can only just say, hey, if we had more solid days where things usually happen, like maybe if we knew it was going to be on a Tuesday. At the very least, we could at least narrow down to it being maybe delayed by a week. <laughs> like in exactly a week. I don't know. But we're going to have to see. After the, we were done recording this, we're going to check and keep track of making sure if Sunyoshi Day's release happens. This whole week, if things pan out like they're supposed to, should be a big week going forward. Because... Supposedly, we're gonna get releases from Sunoshi Day 21 and AKB 48. Uh, so that's going to make next week a very interesting Halikujuku. So be sure to look out for that. Of course, next week we're also gonna be talking about Drama Talk. And, uh, we're gonna finally be talking about, you know, uh, in Drama Talk, we're finally gonna be talking about, uh, My Love from Under the Stars slash that whole list I talked about last week. Uh, Milo from Another Star. So look forward to that. If you haven't mm-hmm. caught up, catch up. It's all on Drama Fever. Uh, we're going to have the finale, uh, hopefully this, uh, week. So, well, uh, definitely this week, just uh, in general, but it's going to be look forward yeah. to that. Um, but I think that's it for us in Halijuku. Kaz, you got anything going on in your world? I'm gonna go stake out YG's offices. I gotta go catch that flight because mm-hmm. uh, if I don't get my CD, I'm gonna start breaking windows. Mm-hmm. No, um, <laughs> uh, no. The first step is you gotta maybe find the coffee shop that uh, somebody from YG frequents. Uh-huh. It's like chill out there. Wait for them to put down their cup. And see if you can uh, extract a fingerprint from that, and then use that to enter the YG building. Okay, I'll do that. I could do that. Yeah, but just in general, um, uh, it go check out this week's episode of Shooting the Ship with Two Ninety Black Eyes. Had another awesome interview with a gentleman by the name of Sean Russell from Anime Three K. Um, it was a fun episode. I uh, follow my about.me for all the stuff. Twitter, so you can hear about when we're going to do the live streams for the yet to be named, uh, code named comedy podcast cat gifts. Uh, we were supposed to do one this past week, but kind of schedules just didn't fall through. Um, other than that, there isn't much else going on. Um, you could come to my house and watch me play Banished. Uh, just would be really boring for you because it's yeah. a simulation game and I just kind of sit here wrapped up in my Batman blanket and wonder why my people are dying. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I would say go see what PD's doing. Uh, they're doing, you're doing a hip hop month on Record Breakers, right? Mm-hmm. We're doing a hip hop month. This week is, uh, Childish Gambino's Camp. So look out for that. Uh, should be on all the playlists that we do. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. follow me at PD Rave. 
Follow this show at uh, uh, Juku on Twitter. Uh, check out the website, com, or better yet, kpoppodcast.com. Uh, check out Rebellion.net for my, all my other shows, including Record Breakers and the Fanny Pack Wrestling Podcast. But uh, iTunes, Stitcher, all the other things. Until next time, hasta los huevos. Año, año, fighting. I'm so curious, yeah. Sayandarito.